0: What's going on? Good people Welcome back <laughs> You know the last time we met It was before this pandemic didn't hit oh, COVID-19, coronavirus, Rona, Roro, Whatever you want to nickname it, It's here Y'all already know who it is It's your boy Q Weezy Qua Wayne Q Whatever you call me Just don't call me late for breakfast Hey I'm back in this thing. Back with a part two from my last episode on toxic relationships. This time, man, I'm speaking on toxic relationships, but um, concentration more on baggage and trauma. Trauma from past. Trauma from childhood. Baggage from past. We're going to get into it. But before we get into it, man, I just want to say, uh, during this crisis and this pandemic that's going on, and got everybody kind of in a frenzy. I hope everybody stands safe, staying smart, washing your hands, giving the six-foot rule some purpose, you know, getting centered, man, getting, getting real centered with yourself, with your family. Um, hope you guys are taking this time, you know, to just... You know, just get to know each other. If you're already getting along, you know what I mean? If, now I know, if it's some turmoil, if it's some stuff you can't fix, and some stuff you can't deal with, you know, it's just whatever. Let it go. But if you have it in your control to fix whatever situation you've got around you, make sure you put a hand to it. All right. Well, without further ado, let me just, I got a special guest today. Um. And I just want to This is her first time Yes, it's a, it's a lady It's somebody that's dear to me uh, This is her first time on my podcast um, And it's not because I've been hiding her from the world You know, I'm not drizzing in it uh, But, you know, I, I asked her to be on this podcast You know, to share a different You know, different take A uh, different opinion different experience than me i like to introduce the world To my wife
1: Hello Miss Rachel I don't Rachel. have all the extra names
0: <laughs> uh, Just
1: Rachel Rachel
0: <laughs> Stop <laughs> Rachel Diffies mm-hmm. we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not about to play with you <laughs> Alright good people Look we're getting into it. Ah. So, I mean, the last episode we talked about, you know, I kind of hit on points on self-love and, you know, just getting yourself into a relationship, into a rhythm where you're kind of fixing yourself, getting yourself out of toxic relationship. This time, speaking on baggage and trauma, which, which one you want to tackle first?
1: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about trauma first. Okay. Yeah.
0: Let's go into trauma. Oh, trauma. What? I mean, trauma, 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 trauma can be a, you know, a whole bunch of different things.
1: Give me a definition.
0: For the most part, you know, trauma is something that you deal with, uh, that you've been through. That you've been impacted by that has just been a bad experience for you I mean, it's a deeply distressing or disturbing experience i mean it could be through physical injury and everything like that but psychological trauma is damage to the mind that occurs as a result of distressing event of a distressing event i'm sorry trauma is often the result of an overwhelming amount of Mm -hmm. stress that exceeds one's one's ability to cope or integrate the emotions involved with that experience Mm,
1: hard to compartmentalize
0: right Yeah. and and I think that happens a whole bunch you know Um, uh, a lot of people I feel like they're I guess using the word selfish is, is is can be used for me I feel like you know they're selfish in not knowing or not wanting and willing to share but they're also scared
1: why do you say selfish
0: well selfish because I feel like a lot of times people know what they're dealing with but they don't want to admit it they don't want it to be true And it's selfish because... They know that could be the cure... To fixing them. But they don't want to face it. So they... Just... Become argumentative.
1: I don't know... Well... Like for the definition... They're saying that it's the amount of stress... That exceeds one's... Ability to cope... With something. So... To me, I mean, I would think that maybe not so much of them, have, them uh, being selfish. It would be more so them just being unable to figure it out in that moment. Because, I mean, I know sometimes when you're stressed out, you just, you can't think straight. And you can't. You know, even make the right decision in that moment because you just cannot think straight. And it's not that you're being selfish; it's just in that moment you just think that this is the best decision because this is all I can come up with it with with in that moment. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess in that moment, you know, I I guess I'm talking about the long run. You know, the the after the result. You know, of it, like later down the road, uh, the trauma. You know that you've dealt with, but. It's just been an experience that's been kind of holding you back. And, and then, I mean, maybe selfish is just the wrong word to use. Um, but I, you know, for me personally, I just feel like even if I myself was dealing with something that was traumatic, um, you know, I was disturbing, but I knew it. And somebody came along and wanted to help. And I could see that. Yeah. You know, but not wanting to be vulnerable, then I yeah. become selfish to myself you know, and not wanting to relieve myself from that information. And so, but in the moment, yeah, if it's a, like a, you know, a, a car accident or something like that, or you get bit by a dog or, you know, uh, a giraffe comes and stumps you out. Yeah. it'd Be traumatic. You know, you'd be scared of giraffes for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I get it, you know, but, you know, when it comes to relationships, I mean, trauma can start from childhood. Yeah, it can. You know, and when you're dealing with trauma, I mean, from growing up, and I touched that on the last episode, but growing up in a, a domestically violent household, right? Um, super traumatic to see that. You know, to remember, you know, blood on the floors, on the walls, to remember a broken body parts. To remember black eyes, words, hurtful words. You know, um, feeling helpless. Yeah, feeling like as a kid you couldn't do anything. I think that was one of the you know one of the hardest things that a person could deal with. You know, um, I always I I spoke on it again, and of course, I mean, I I I speak on my experiences a bit, but um, you know, I spoke on you know. My my childhood a little bit you know uh, growing up in a domestically violent household but I spoke on also me being proud of myself and being the person that I look at in the mirror every day but I'm not gonna say that I'm one to come without some trauma you know I've just worked to uh, I guess cope with it you know uh, and then find ways to relieve myself too you know but I've definitely dealt with, you know, things that have impacted me to where I'm not at an advantage in a relationship. What do you mean? Um, well, I mean, you know, just just some things that I dealt with uh, still affect. I just think that people still still are affected by it, um, and so <laughs> I mean. not gonna necessarily get <laughs> all into it all right. you know um but i i, I will just <laughs> say like um one of the things that i don't like i don't like hearing people yell and argue um i don't like doors slamming yeah. i don't like cabinets slamming for me for for other it, people y'all. that that may be like you know like what's going on oh that's probably just cabinets somebody's down there cooking or something like that but for me when i hear slamming it reminds me of
1: violence yeah because that's that was a traumatic experience Exactly. so you automatically click back to yeah you you associate that sound with that feeling right which is super easy so when
0: people yell they start yelling at each other or start you know um like I said, slamming things or stomping or throwing things—like I know the sound of fighting.
1: Now, okay, so do you just flash back to that, to those moments, or are you like, no, I'm oh. just triggered by it? Okay, and so it just upsets you, or it? And y'all, I know this, these answers, but I just, I'm trying to. Yeah, this is my podcast. Okay. <laughs> He's <laughs> trying to
0: come with the questions over here. Uh, no, but you know, um I mean, upsets. Yeah, in the in the way that I I'm made uncomfortable.
1: Okay. You know, I
0: I am uncomfortable when I hear sounds like that. Um, okay. Because they do trigger a bad. It, it's. It's just a bad gut feeling.
1: Do you do you think that you'll ever have control over those emotions, or?
0: I, you know, the funny thing is, it depends on where I'm at.
1: Yeah, because so, when you're out, you don't really react like that.
0: No, but when I'm at home,
1: comfortable. Because that's where you, it happens. When you're out, you're like always on. Right.
0: Like, I. I home you feel that you can relax right and for anybody who's been through uh, you know a traumatic experience like that you know something like that can really uh, impact your relationship going you know in your latter years because um, you know you're on edge or mm-hmm. you know, you're know, you super intense now I've, I've like I said I've learned to cope and manage with different things but there's been times where like you know you know Rachel's been in the bathroom, and, like, I, you know, she might close the, the bottom cabinet. And, I'm
1: a klutz,
0: You know, Okay, and I'm like, hey, can you stop slamming stuff? <laughs> like, please, you know, and I'm just like, no. Like, it, it literally, it gives me a heart attack. I'm
1: like, what's know? the deal?
0: And so I, I just, I've never liked it that, you know. Been When I was a kid, I I'll kind of get into it. So when I was a kid, you know, I, it became times where I was very close to my mom and I felt like I could protect her at seven, eight years old, but, you know, I peek my head out the, the, you know, the, uh, bedroom whenever I heard yelling or anything like that. And, um, you know, the guy at the time would, uh, you know, come and close the door So nobody could hear and see. You know, that scared me. You know, but I remember days going to school from hearing a pre argument and then coming home and seeing like a boot mark on the back of my mom's shirt. Yeah. You know, or her, you know, going away to a family member's house for the weekend and coming back and, she has a black eye. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of that, you know, kind of affected the way uh, I look at, obviously, people in relationships like that. I hate it, for one. You know, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just you can't be around stuff like that. You can't be around people like that in relationships like that. It really makes you feel uncomfortable.
1: Well, that's nothing that you get over.
0: Right. You just, you deal. And so, I mean, now, but that's just one aspect of, you know, of a traumatic, yeah, you know, uh, relationship where you grow up. Like Now, this is from a, 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 you know, little boy to a man's perspective. Right. Imagine how that does to a girl.
1: No, for sure. You know,
0: uh, I have, Known people um, to share stories, with females about being molested when they were kids. Right. Uh, I, and I don't know why it seems like there's a. I mean, there's a, a, a large number of uncles and second fathers, and you know, and yeah. granddad, and whoever you know that that are. Just sadistic.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't
0: that people grow up like that, and it's always always a story of, yeah, I was touched when I was this, so yeah. you know what I mean. It's, it's like was a similar
1: sick. experience right. for a lot of women, yeah.
0: And so Sat. I can only imagine what that does.
1: And none of them get help.
0: Nobody gets help for the longest, right? And then you get into a relationship where you're scared to be touched. Yeah. You're scared to. you're scared to be felt you're scared to to feel
1: or the opposite where you're longing for that sort of I wouldn't even say affection because it's not it's sick it's not affection it, but you're longing for a touch because that is what you got when you were younger you know yeah. in some way you just you feel like something's wrong with you if you don't you know right. So, I don't know. You know, uh, traumatic,
0: another traumatic experience as a child um, is, I'd say, having a bad relationship with your parent.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, how... I, I, could, I could see if you had one parent in the household uh, if you have both parents in the household but in in any, any rate you would think that a parent that's in your life is going to be an effective parent but some parents just don't know how to parent yeah and I know from the olden days there was a lot of the child is to be you know seen and not heard and a lot of, and I know specifically in, you know, my culture in the African-American community, a lot of African-American males grew up with that mentality that children aren't to be seen and never heard. Take the back seat, go sit down,
1: talk only when you're spoken to. What does that create? Though? What type of person does that create? Somebody who doesn't have... Um, say-so or an opinion or or doesn't have um, I don't know why like why do you see your child as someone that you can't listen to like why? why couldn't your child speak or or share their his or her opinion or you know I don't I know I don't understand what type of person you are trying to create by that mindset of having a child be seen and not heard. I don't know what that does for you <laughs> as a parent. Right. <laughs> I never right. understood that. So you grow up and you're it, confused,
0: it, right? <laughs> but, or
1: you want to always like have something to say, or like now you overcompensate and you want to make sure that everything that you saying that you're saying is heard, um, and you you're seeking validation because of being a child and never having the opportunity to open your mouth ever you know you just do more damage than you do good in that situation
0: right and you're that person that feels that if 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 what you're saying isn't being validated or you feel like you're not being listened to you're gonna lash out
1: right you know Right. And,
0: I mean, it makes it hard for you to, man or woman, it makes it it hard for you to have any type of relationship with a companion if, you know, you feel like you always have to one-up them. Right. You know, I mean, but then when you get to the brunt of the issue of why that happens, then would you be able, would a person be able to admit it? I think it's hard I think any issue that's brought to the forefront of anybody's situation that has been toxic or otherwise in that same category of toxicity.
1: I mean it it's all trauma it like like you, for example your trauma it all falls into the same category. You were able to admit that that's happened to you in your life and that this is how you are because of it. Yeah. I think it's the same same goes for that scenario where you were that child that um wasn't able to speak up as a child i feel like yeah eventually you would be able to admit it um but it would take some time because um honestly who wants to admit something like that you know i mean i've cried at many moons
0: because of things that i think about you know but I've had to for sure endure, um, you know, seeing a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, but not just from myself, from people around, you know, having to deal with that and, and not, not knowing where to place it. I think it makes it even more tough and difficult to get past. Because everybody will say, you know, well, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. I can't just get over Or, you know, it's not that it's necessarily gotten over. It's just learning how to cope. Yeah. You know,
1: learning how to. Like play fair in the sandbox.
0: Exactly. With
1: everybody else. You know,
0: pick and choose your battles and been able to you know put a little bit up and you know uh withdraw a little bit at a certain time you know deposit a little bit and kind of just move it around you're kind of invested it. yeah. it's kind of like you're investing your thoughts right you know and your experiences where yeah. all right let me this is what
1: i'm going to spend my time right
0: on you thing. know what i mean yeah and so um yeah i mean i, I think this that's
1: emotional a, intelligence guys <laughs> that's all it
0: is i think it's great But, you know, it's, (laughs) it's, it's it's a really big thing, though. And this is something that really drives relationships to go down into the ground because of avoidance of wanting to speak on whatever the issue is. Specifically, in my opinion, it's something that if you know that you're dealing with and say you do have a significant other who is there... Who you chose as a one, or that you've been in a good relationship, great relationship, not perfect, but better than you expected, and then you're still not able to share, yeah, and and come forward with information that you're traumatized by, yeah, you're selfish, going and, back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, yeah. Right. Okay, okay. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I get that.
0: I just feel like I do a lot of talking. I feel like I do a lot of talking, uh, and then I, you know, for people that's listening, you know, it's not just in my marriage. Um, it's to people, you know, uh, whether it's people I come across in the streets, people I come across, you know, at work, uh, siblings. Whatever it is It's a real thing When you're dealing with something And it's super important That you find somebody Who you can entrust your thoughts and opinions And know that they won't have to be that yes man And give you the real And be grateful that they give you the real And tell you when you're wrong And tell you when your idea is a little over the top And overwhelming Call you
1: on your crap Right Yes
0: You need that If you're looking for a friend 1-800-Q-Easy
1: got Period you. <laughs> Period <laughs> Period So Okay so are we saying That the first step For overcoming or coping with trauma Is to admit first Yes Okay Okay Admitting is important
0: now as we transition right because that's trauma now and, and to re- remember this too because the one thing i did want to bring up of, of through trauma but say trauma of of, of cycles right uh people have relationships uh, and they call it traumatic bonding yeah and that occurs as a result of ongoing cycles of abuse in which the you know The reward and punishment creates powerful emotional bonds right? that are resistant to change. And so uh, that's pretty much like somebody being in a abusive relationship, but knowing that there's going to be some type of affection after
1: those ties. Right. Ties. Knowing,
0: Okay. well, yeah, I I mean, I was crazy watching videos where people used to say, yeah, women are men, uh, but mostly women. Uh, you know, oh, he, you know, he does it because he loves me.
1: Right? Oh yeah, I lie to you because I love you.
0: Right, you know, but, but no, but this that's the that's their own idea of it. In, oh okay yeah, the victim, yeah, yeah
1: yeah the victim okay. is saying that you okay. know.
0: So knowing that, okay, well, you know, if that's how he gets his, he's dealing with a whole bunch, you know, and
1: that excuse
0: and right and so, but you know, okay, well, after. Uh, a drunken night after some abuse after you know some type of incident right he'll calm down and he'll love you
1: again that's not the real him exactly no no boo boo right he showed you the real colors he's showing you that's what it is so you believe him the first time okay gotta
0: you know you gotta get out of that situation but it's important that you don't you know, stay in that cycle of violence. Especially when you see the signs and, and, and I I've hit it on before, but you can always see signs. There's there's usually signs that
1: things are going bad. But you don't want to see them sometimes. Or sometimes it's just hard to see them. Because you wanna you you want that person to be good. Like you hope. And your hopes are bigger than what's actually
0: happening you mm. know and that sucks yeah yeah that does
1: suck yeah and, and
0: and another part of this episode uh getting on baggage baggage in terms of relationships for those who don't know what emotional baggage is right or just having what having baggage is in a relationship it's you know uh Having experienced negative things from the past that you don't necessarily or haven't moved past yet, right? Right. Um,
1: I mean, I just look at it like a, like a, like a, an illustration. You know, it's like just picture someone with a bunch of grocery bags in each arm right and you're walking up to the front door and you cannot get in your door and get your key out until you put those bags on the ground to unlock your door so you're letting all of these bags get in the way of you walking through your own front door like that's how i see baggage like in a little picture you get what i'm saying yeah yeah I mean, I,
0: you know, I, I just feel like baggage is, I mean, you know, hitting on what you said, just keeping it, keeping it along for the ride, you know, um, like it's okay. Mm -hmm. We're all human, human. (laughs) We're all human. I'm human. We're human beings. (laughs) And we all come with some type of baggage, you know there's a there's a kind of baggage that is healthy to talk about in a relationship and that's usually you know uh, like events beliefs some childhood experiences and ways of viewing the world that you know that affect how you react your partner or people in general.
1: It's like normal baggage.
0: Right. You know. <laughs>
1: PG baggage. I, mean, I baggage. feel
0: like that's important, you know, if it's affecting your relationship. Right. But that, that's like, again, like, you know, like Rachel was saying, it's P, PG baggage. But now, if we're talking about real emotional baggage, you know, where. Man, I mean, there's so many communities, though, that's dealing with it. I mean, you bring so much baggage to the world. Uh, people in past relationships from past exes or uh, what exes have done to you or, you know, what you expect, I guess, because you've been in I failed like,
1: relationships. Yeah, that's like a big one. Right. Like, being in a past relationship and then it being so negative or so just one way that when any time you get into a new relationship this is what you expect even though this is a completely different person like you just go into it automatically thinking like this is what is gonna happen because this happened before we're just basing everything off of what happened in the past that's like a huge one and i think a lot of women have a problem with that or so, well, I don't know. You feel like you took stuff from past relationships?
0: Um, yeah, I could definitely say, but I, I can say I've grown. Yeah. For me, I've I've always wanted to be a better version. Mm-hmm. So. I thought the ways that I spoke that it wasn't necessarily bad because I'm great. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, (laughs) You want me? (laughs) I got you. Uh,
0: But you know, but but you know, every year I felt like I I just became wiser. I, you know, wanted to make a a better life decision, and so I just progressed. For me, I progressed in life, you know, and uh, baggage. Nah. There's a few things that I you know that I thought about. There's like there was some kickbacks that you didn't want to get past. I I remember I mean, what what guy wasn't at one point saying, Oh, I ain't gonna be with no girl with kids? Oh well yeah. Right? Yeah. And then
1: And then boom. Right. You got a kid. Exactly. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? But, you know, yeah. dealing, you've, I've been in, you know, some dating, uh, those situations that, you know, kids, one or multiple, have yeah. been involved in. You know, and that was like a oh, bad, you know, bad experience, you know, dealing with the ex and dealing with what was going on and the mentality. You know, I just I didn't want that I didn't want to bring that baggage, you know. Now, me, personally, um, I say my baggage wouldn't come from a relationship. Mm. My baggage would come from just where I come from. Okay. Yeah. I think just over time, it's just something, some things that I've had to deal with, Yeah. you know, by myself. And so... Uh, you know my baggage is a little different, but a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't but, necessarily.
1: Yeah, because I mean, again, is that like it's a, that baggage preventing you from doing anything? No, but I'm special. All right. So for those of us who are not as silver-minded <laughs> and special, like
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, because I mean, for you.
1: Uh, well, for me, and then you know all of this, but like my baggage, yes, I feel like it prevented a whole bunch, prevented me from progressing in my relationship, Um, like a thousand percent, you know, I feel like I was one of those people or one of those women that took her past relationship and experience as like, like, The end all be all. And I just thought that anytime I would get into another relationship, that subconsciously, I just thought it would go exactly the way that that last one went. And that is so unhealthy. That is such an unhealthy way to think. Um, Especially when, like, even when, like, you're a child of God and you know, like, what God has for you. I feel like you should already know that. Um, If it's of God, then it'll be different, you know, Um, and you shouldn't walk into anything new expecting old results like you just shouldn't. You should already go into it knowing that I'm going to get something good out of this or God has something good for me out of this. But I mean, a lot of times we just get in our own way and um, we're selfish um <laughs> thank you. We're selfish and we think that um we know everything and we assume a lot. I feel like people can assume a whole bunch. And for me in like in our relationship, I know that um I had a lot of assumptions of how <laughs> like I I was a mind reader early on. I was just a mind reader and I felt like I could read everything that my husband thought and felt and by a facial expression or a comment, I just knew everything. And so that created a lot of issues because we don't know everything and I don't know what he's thinking. He has to verbalize that um, and communicate with me. And um, before I can jump to conclusions or make my own assumptions, like I just have to like sit back and listen. And so that was a big, big issue I think for us. You
0: know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you before we but before we say anything else, can you just tell tell the world like who 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 is the better people reader?
1: <laughs> no, just, no, just, we're just getting out of me. that. Just
0: humor me though. Like listen, just humor people, me. we
1: do not read people. Come on We listen to people Right
0: If they not saying anything You can't listen to them uh, but Okay Alright come on Just spill it
1: You are Yeah
0: Tenno. But okay No tell so, the world Don't say you are Tell the world who is
1: Okay Say my name Um Chew, Which whee! one you using oh, Okay <laughs> No you say Qua. <laughs> yeah cause Chew yeah, yeah So Kwa okay. Wayne Is the <laughs> I mean, The better people reader Um and i mean
0: just tell them i'm good at what i do
1: no so listen though. No, no true story i feel like i can read you when it comes to your moods like i i kind of can pretty much i make date. it easy i make it easy oh, no
0: yes i do <laughs> I'm, I'm, your
1: face I'm, tells it all
0: exactly but it's purposely done
1: but you act like it's not. See, this is, okay, sidebar, this is what I hate, is when you ask somebody if they're okay or what's wrong, and the first thing that they say is nothing, or I'm fine, or I'm all good. When you know 100% that that's not the truth. Who do that? Like, he's the master of that.
0: Yeah, I do that, but I do it for a reason. I just want you to, you know, run my feet or something.
1: Okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but honestly um, You know it, it is It is important Right You guys that are listening It is important for you guys to Admit You know That You have Some trauma If you have a significant other If you have someone that you're Fully invested in Even Even You know Halfway invested But you've been invested Share Vulnerability Is something That you have to Endure But there's power In vulnerability There is People want To match Your energy I will say this And I will keep saying it For the rest of my life Energy And Communication Are your best tools you gotta bring the energy no relationship will work with bad energy and good communication and vice versa with good energy and bad communication it just won't work (laughs) and so you have to have both but you know if the energy's there are lacking the communication, put it out there, talk to each other, share what you're feeling, share your thoughts, because in the end, you only want what's best, but you're hindering the progress if you don't communicate what's on your mind. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, I I, I had a great time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. 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 <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> but you know, honestly, um I do. You know, do want to thank thank you for coming on, sharing with the world
1: peace in your mind and
0: opinion, anything that you want to.
1: No. Before we close out. No, I think you covered it.
0: Okay. I mean, again, you guys, it's uh this with this virus going around. Uh it's it's just important that you you only come out for the bare necessities if you need to get your exercise on. Uh but don't be that person that's out having a freaking Mardi Gras at your cousin's house hugging on each other and all this other stuff wash your hands use the sanitized wipes use hand sanitizer take a shower when you come home wash your clothes get yourself prepared and stay safe this episode of toxic relationships part 2 baggage and trauma i hope you guys took something from it hope you guys enjoyed the lovely guest we had on for the first time might bring her back sometime so gotta see but y'all already know how i go i appreciate y'all for rock with me stand tall joining the q zone reality community i still got merch available y'all know where to hit me at on IG, I'm Mr. Underscore D-E-F-I-L-S YouTube, the Q-Zone Freality TV. And you can find me on obviously SoundCloud and Apple Podcast. Again, I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. It's the Q-Zone Freality. I'm out. Q-Zone Freality.